I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I should have said every booty because this is about anal. That's perfect. Every booty. Oh, guess what, Chip? Guess what year it is now? 2023. Woo! How are you? What do you think for 2023? Is it going to be a good year? I personally think it's going to be better than last year. Are you going to have more anal sex in 2023? Yeah. Of course. As long as you prep for it first. Oh, yeah. We're good at that prep. Um, So this episode, The Art of Orgasmic Anal Sex. That just sounds hot on its own. We recorded this in August, too, because it was anal August. In August, yeah. yeah. And we were saving it for, well, your 2023 gift. Happy 2023, everyone. No, that's your gift because you you have a birthday in February. Oh, I mean a gift to our listeners oh, okay, so they can yes. listen to anal in January, not just have to wait all the way until August. Smart. Yeah, it's a universal orifice is with repeat guests Alicia and Erwan Davon have been on our show. I don't even know, like five, six times. I don't even know these days. So stay tuned. They have all kinds of tips and tricks for orgasmic anal. And I think we're talking more so for vulva owning individuals and uh it's a universal orifice so it can apply to all all asses all asses it really can plus they are they're like both of them are kind of og pleasure people that have been helping people for a long time but from san francisco and i love their story of how they met and how i don't know they they have a lot of good tools so they they basically specialize in orgasm they really do (laughs) and we've talked to them before remember when we were in person at their house in san francisco and we did an interview with them and they had a live demonstration oh yeah where Erwan was uh, demonstrating the method for um, stroking the clitoris. So the extended, extended orgasm. orgasm. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And that was we last like December. It was to, a year ago. Two to three feet away from, maybe two feet away from Alicia's vulva. Yeah. It was great. It was and awesome. he was giving us step-by-step instructions. And I just love them. I think yeah. they're wonderful humans. They have good techniques, good tips, and this interview is no less of holding the same. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I mean, they have not talked about anal a lot on our show. So, no. hey, everyone. And I think anal is in like our top 10 downloaded episodes, like anal, anal, anal. People as love them some anal. Yes, <laughs> you do. All right. So um, as we've been doing for the last month or so, we, you may have heard that we we're part of an awesome podcast network. And so there's multiple sex positive podcasts in this network, uh, the Pleasure Podcast Network. And so we've been playing a trailer at the end of each show. So stay tuned after you listen to the interview. Don't leave. Listen to the trailer for Multi-Amory, and they've been on our show before. Yes. They're awesome. So Multi-Amory, much more geared towards uh, non-monogamy. So open relationships, polyamory, anything in the non-monogamy realm. Um, the hosts and are so smart. They're awesome. They're like some of the most intellectually driven, but they have a well, like, just a variety of information about more than just being in relationships totally. with multi 
with multi-humans yeah yeah multi, but yeah. but with multi-aliens yeah, multi-aliens um, <laughs> they, they're just smart they're you'll learn something every time you listen to them or talk to them yeah agreed but the other thing i was gonna say is that it doesn't only apply to people in non-monogamy like i've learned so much about relationships attachments communication skills etc all these pieces that can be applied outside of non-monogamy so check it out and you might learn something from them even if you don't identify as a non-monogamous person are you ready for some feedback it's not a question it's some feedback I'm ready. I haven't read it, so okay. it'll be a surprise. So this is regarding episode 306 with Sir Marvelous. And this listener said, I was incredibly uncomfortable with how he repeatedly casually talked about putting hands on someone's neck. Choking is a risky act and should not be taken lightly. You need to know what you are doing. The casual mentioning of it perpetuates what is so common in porn. And it is not something you can do without express permission, as well as knowledge of how to do it safely. Can you share more about this on your podcast? What's express permission? So I don't know. That's a newer one for me, but I'm assuming that you are expressing it. So it's not an acronym for something. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think so, but I could be wrong. So again, thank you, listener. We don't know the answer to this and don't have time to Google it. Where's where's our Jamie? Jamie, uh, look this up for us. We need our dogs to grow thumbs so they can type. They could actually help us out. (laughs) But my guess is expressing in some way. So it's actually, you know, like active consent. And so Mm -hmm. my guess is it's that like enthusiastic active consent. But again, I don't know. Um, and we agree and I do believe Sir Marvelous does talk about consent in there and that's still something that is highlighted and I understand why it feels a little scary to talk about choking without a lot of information on how to do it or how to do it safely how to talk about it because it is a potentially dangerous harmful thing the neck is so sensitive and it's your airway Uh, so that makes sense to me perfectly well this is something that we've talked about on the show with Orpheus Black Mm -hmm. who is an expert in choking, he actually testifies in court. Yeah, of, uh, in court cases, for asphyxiation with, with with folks that have uh, died from asphyxiation, and he is an amazing. He's an expert. Like mm-hmm. he is such a smart human. And what episode was it? That's episode two six seven. Spank me, choke me, but learn these tools first. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well written. But that was very much all about that. Whereas Sir Marvelous had a lot of wonderful things to share. It wasn't about choking. Choking was just something that he was commenting on there and so yes he didn't go in and elaborate all the ways to do it i don't think he's an expert though on choking i think he was talking about the pleasure that can be felt he's an expert in sensual king right and right and i I guess if we would have gone in a little deeper highlighted when he said choking like what does choking mean do how do you do it safely what are your top tips or tools for how to how to do that but we were focusing more on central kink in general um, and i still appreciate this feedback because we always like a good reminder on how to keep people safe and experiencing pleasure and one is exactly this person said if you're going to experiment with things that get rid of one of your senses meaning like your ability to speak um, or also can lead to you not getting air in your in your lungs um, or hurt your neck um, which is easy to do yes you definitely want to have complete express permission don't know exactly this but permission active consent um, and then also know how to do it safely don't just dive in without educating yourself and if you want to learn more about that go check out episode 267 and there's plenty of other kink educators but Orpheus is fabulous he's the best yeah I love him okay are you ready for a bio yes and thank you for the feedback, listener. That is important. So Erwan and Alicia Davon have become the go-to experts for those seeking a higher level of relationship support. Erwan is the founder, senior teacher, and president of San Francisco-based The Davon Method. Together with Alicia, who has a master's in psychology and training as a therapist, they specialize in supporting singles in getting into passionate and successful relationships and helping couples take their relationships to the new 
heights of romance and intimacy. To learn more about their work, visit DavonMethod.com. Welcome back to Shameless Sex, everyone. So normally, normally, well, we talk about anal all the time, actually. <laughs> That's just one of our favorite topics. But we, but, oh, the puns have begun. <laughs> do not do oh, it. Do no. not. Do not. Oh, all of anal August this last year in 2022, because this is coming out 2023, we had so many anal puns. It was like we couldn't stop with the anal puns. I, I would say that but I'm going to challenge you to not to only do three. You have to oh, sorry, choose have one. them wisely. Okay. So okay. I'm out. I'm out one. one. This is the competition. Okay. Okay. Good. okay. <clears throat> so this episode is on the art of orgasmic anal sex. And we are here with Alicia and Erewhon, Davon, repeat guests. And so I think now we can say that it's their sixth episode. Sixth episode. The last one was all about all kinds of sex positions. How many anal puns do I get? Only three as well. We're oh, equal. Okay. Okay. Equality, so we get six bitch. total. Okay. Shit. <laughs> oh no, that was not one. That was. Wait. Who said? Wait. How? I said shit. <laughs> if you want to make it one um, so we're talking about the art of orgasmic anal sex baby shit's part of it so um, that, that's not a pun but um, we are here to talk about pleasure and a lot of people associate anal sex with pain uh, trauma especially if you've been to the doctor and they put some speculum in your ass or how I've actually never had an anal exam from a doctor have you or a colonoscopy no colonoscopy. Uh, I think it's when we're 45 and now it's every five years right well, is that the new 50, thing but anyway I think they oh, moved it up you're missing out it's I, a pleasure. Oh, right. Uh, well, <laughs> the colonoscopy part, you know. I, my so, mom said now you can just take a stool sample and send it in the mail. In Europe, that's what they do, oh. and it's actually easier and better. I do have to say one other thing. It's not anal. It's pronounced anal. Anal. <laughs> that's what you say. It's All right. April doesn't say anus. It's just anus. 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 So we're not here to talk about colonoscopies, and I think that the, the health is still an important part of it because I do know some people in their 70s who have never had one, and now they have health problems, right? right? So we need to check out the ass. And actually, oh my gosh, I have to say this right now. I was at a family reunion this last weekend. Uh, and th so this is coming in January. The family reunion is August. That's when we're recording right now. In August. Uh, my second cousin, I believe, we were trying to figure out, my first cousin removed. So, you know, all those things. My, so my second cousin, I believe, um, she used to work for Planned Parenthood. And she was saying that there are uh, research studies on people getting HP, HPV in their anal canal and it causing cancer, but they don't screen for it and they don't test for it unless you request it. And because it's not a mandatory thing or something that's out there in the public. And I was like, we need to have an episode on that. So hopefully at some point we will. This well, we is can touch on it now. So ask for that if you're getting screened for ask anything. Ask for that's that. That's your first one, bro. Oh, that's your no, first one. second one. Damn it. All right. Two down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to talk about pleasure and with pleasure also comes health because we can't exactly always have pleasure if we're having health issues. So just to take that into consideration, uh, we are not, none of us are MDs here, I believe. Right. So um, just to know that that's a, a side piece and we'll have more information on that. And we have in the past here, we are about orgasmic anal sex though, with Alicia and Erwan Davon. And you've been on our show, like we said, six times. And we always are like, can you tell us how you got to where you are in the field of sexual but once again, can you tell us how you got <laughs> to where you are in the field the of sexuality? Of our, uh, yeah, the anal version. The annals of our history. <laughs> well, how I got into this field of sexuality was by falling in love 
with anal sex Ooh. with Erwan. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I Erwan's an anal magician. Had had it before, but I wouldn't say it was super pleasurable. And then I met Erwan and I'm like, dude, this is very pleasurable and orgasmic and have never looked back. Uh-oh. Now, we probably sound like a broken record, but I got to <laughs> tell you, be warmed up beforehand. Be ready, carefully, consciously feeling, especially like of all the things we've talked about. This is the one to be the most conscious and the most deliberate, not to not do it. That's what a lot of people opt for. They don't do it. That doesn't sound like fun. But you know, to really be super duper turned on before that happens, there's a lot of nerve endings in the rectum. Believe it or not, it's the second most area in the human body where there is the most nerve endings after the eye. The clitoris probably wins out for a smaller area. So scratch what I said, change that up. But there's a lot of nerve endings down there. And it's so important to bring presence to anal sex because, first of all, it's kind of taboo, so a lot of people have a hot. lot of feelings about it, right? And including turned on feelings, and it's so damn pleasurable. So, what gives you two the clout to talk about anal sex on Shameless Sex? I we know because we've recorded with you many times, but if someone's just for the first time tuning in, how do they know how you two operate and what you have in this realm? Which I, I'm backing them, so just fucking trust me, okay? But let, <laughs> let, let you two speak for yourself, please. Well, I've been studying female sexuality and psychology since the early 2000s. I was earning a master's degree in psychology when I got ravenously interested in all things female sexuality, like literally holed up in the library of this school that I was going to, like think dusty books and dark corners and like trying to find anything modern about sexuality. Yeah, I I think so. And couldn't find anything. So I was just thrilled when I met Erewhon through a friend and saw that he had founded our organization 10 years before we met, which is now about 30 years ago. And and I got my two week coaching certificate from. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You're legit. You're legit. After the two weeks, I did two hours. But we've been married twenty years. Our sex life was rocking to start. It kicks ass now. It's like you know, after like a child and kids. Everyone gets three puns. (laughs) And we really did study psychology and all that library dark corner kind of stuff and uh you know it's like you know your ass is worth study Hmm, i like that writing that one down i love that amy your ass is worth study oh i've studied this ass i know i studied so so let's talk about the ass uh, so I've studied my own ass with myself. You've I've, told me stories about you studying other people's asses, other people's too, which asses. I've been like and then, so enthralled. And then with. I've and I've also taught other people how to have anal sex. So she taught me how to have anal sex, but without, without actually teaching uh, me. me. Actually I just listened to her, her words, yeah. and she never has played <laughs> me. I've done both. With oh, I listened yeah, to all of her words. Yeah, it's my favorite topic. Equipment. It's my favorite topic. Well, it, you know, it's the universal orifice, right? So everyone has an ass, and so one of the best ways to understand how the ass works, right, is to kind of check out your own be like how does this thing work because the sphincter muscle my my sphincter muscle versus you know any other sphincter muscle they're pretty similar uh when you go inside right like i have a rectum most other people have rectums um and i don't have a prostate whereas penis owners have prostates and all bodies are shaped in different you know like some some anal canals are shorter some are longer there's all these different variations of it but i do think um my own study with my own ass has been and i it's and it hasn't been the sex toys 
on my own. It's usually ours finger. are different too because your experiences are different than mine. Then what you and I, yeah, and I tell you my experiences, and you're like, oh really? That would not work for me. When we're talking about jizz in the ass, okay, yes. well, we'll go there in a second. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about um, anal, like what what are because we've had we've talked about anal sex so much on our show. Let me say one thing about what you just said. That's a really <laughs> good <laughs> idea to do an inventory. You know, we have an exercise tactile inventory. We have another exercise visual inventory. Check out your own sex parts. Use a handheld mirror by your ass, by your pussy, by your cock. Really look at things. Check it out. That's a visual inventory. And then have somebody else press here, touch there, light stroke with anal, little penetration, a lot of penetration, a little lube, a lot of lube, that kind of stuff. That Always checking do. out, yeah. that learning is that's a great way to start. Yeah, totally, a hundred percent. And so I think a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, they have these negative experiences. Uh, this is one you know experience that I've heard from multiple people. Like, well, it just slipped into the wrong hole, and then if and like now I hate it forever. It punched me in the stomach. That must be what anal's like, or the doctor exams, which we were talking about. Which it's not their job to pleasure you, um, and if they did, that'd be an ethical issue. Um, and so a lot of people have had these negative experiences with anal sex. So we generally talk in the past about anal sex kind of for beginners, but I wanted this this episode. My intention is to bring it to orgasmic yeah, anal great. sex, like next. So this is kind of like next level. If y'all, if people listening want to know kind of more like the how to's of the basics, you know, like sex toys that you want them to have a flared base on them to be anal safe. And those that's are beginner. Yeah. It's be, yeah, beginner and, and very important. And if you want those sex toys, go to purepleasureshop.com. Or listen to any of the other episodes that we did. Yeah. The anal. That. And if you go to the anal section, all of those toys are anal safe. You get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex. And I want to talk about the orgasmic stuff though. Like how do we turn anal sex into orgasmic sex? no matter what our bits are, whether I'm a penis owner, I'm a vulva owner, how is it like, oh my God, I just had like 20 times better orgasms or more orgasms? You know, I'll talk about one part of it and Mm -hmm. you'd be better talking about the other part. The two parts (laughs) is, you know, with anal sex more than any other sex act, you have one person who's receiving and one person who's doing cause and effect. If you want to look at it erotically dominant and submissive, however you want to look at it, but those it's an extreme version of that. So how you have it be orgasmic is basically the person who's receiving has to really be surrendered. Like you should not be having anal sex. If there's some issue with surrender, you got to really, really, really be surrendered to that person. And the person who's penetrating the master of ceremonies, as we were saying, in a recent podcast here is got to really, really be paying attention. They got to really be like big and strong and powerful and all the rest of that kind of great stuff and really super duper aware, you know, does this feel good? If it's a guy having anal sex with a woman, let's say, does this feel good to my cock? Does it feel good to her? He's got to really be paying attention. So that's the master of ceremonies part. And then the (laughs) surrender part. The surrender part is like, A meditation practice, really, like every single moment you relax and you let go. There's such a kind of biological wanting to clench and pull back. It's from when we were two, three, four and potty training. So you really have to stay right with the sensation of the penetration. And then if you feel that urge to clench, you consciously relax and even push out bear down push out yeah Yeah. then that opens up 
the whole anal area and helps you relax. It seems counterintuitive to like, you're like, I'm almost like trying to like poop on your cock but, or your dildo or whatever. Oh, well, but I like, also want to talk about pushing out. the yeah. uncomfortability yeah. because that's something that people, they talk about when there's anal situations that hurt and they're like, oh, but there's a, a difference between hurting and the uncomfortability where you can push through it and like know that it can release. Yes. So yes. there it is. You totally have the ability. You know, you have to want to, obviously, if you're not wanting to have it, then it's going to be really difficult. But if you want to have it, the pain comes from the clenching and the tightness. Mm. So if you can really take it so slow and then push out and open and allow. You know, we often talk about clitoral stroking before sex acts, and there's a kind of a related precursor, if you will, to anal sex, which is using fingers first, seeing if mm -hmm. one finger is comfortable, two fingers are comfortable, really massaging the walls. That's a great, especially if somebody's not used to anal sex, you know, that's a really good way to test the waters and to help them relax that musculature. It's literally, it's not like a massage. It is a massage. Mm. And it also helps to keep that area really pliable. I mean, I remember the first time Erwan and I had anal sex. I had had it before and it was sort of fine. And I brought it up. I'm like, I want to have it, but I'm kind of nervous. And he took it so slow and first started, I mean, tons of lube. I was already warmed up and turned on lots of clitoral stroking. And then he just used one finger up to the first knuckle, moved it around a little and took it from there. Okay, so this brings me to a point because I, in my experience with anal sex, fingers are great. However, when you're incorporating a, a cock-owning human like Erwan, some cocks can get soft and you want to penetrate. So when in terms of anal penetration and when you have a, a cock-bearing human, there is a level of hardness that is required. That's so right. what do you suggest for folks out there that are they're the cock owners and they want to penetrate another ass? Doesn't matter what kind of fucking genitals are rocking on the other side. But like, is there a way? But not that's not mine. No, that's, that's not my pun. That is not it. So what what do you suggest? Because we've had other like porn stars like Eric Everhard who was saying to go in to the ass, it has to be rock hard. And that has a little bit that has been my experience to be honest with you so when you go in what do you suggest erwan and alicia what what do you think has been your experience and does the the giver have to have a rock hard cock or can he do other things well certainly has to have a reasonably hard <laughs> cock otherwise because it's a it's a more it's a tighter opening than a pussy it's a tighter opening than a, a vagina. Can I say that? Uh, on the show? You what do you mean? The fuck you can say the fuck you want. What are you talking about? Wait. No, because yeah. I'm getting, you know, we have so many platforms now. Yeah, yeah, no. We're on TikTok. Yeah, hold up and We're not on TikTok right now. Don't good citizens on TikTok. So, a reasonably hard cock is required. Now, you mentioned you had a porn actress on here. It's great. And actor, actor, actor. Yeah. yeah, Eric okay. Everhard, and he had a, a cone-shaped dick, right? Cone-shaped, and he said Ta he tapered. There was a full turn on one time that came out. Oh, of full the actresses, yes, ass. Um, yeah, yeah, and a full the, turn. And the cone shape. We're gonna talk about that later. Wasn't the most ideal because it's so thick at the end. And he uh -huh. said a rock-hard cock was required, but but, for but so any it's like tapered well, to for easier maybe insertion. Extra hard because of shape. But the thick, maybe. the thickness at the end also was like the ass couldn't necessarily fully relax over. Also. 
so the, the yes, anal, the anus. Yeah. In porn, what they do is they, <laughs> as you know, they have fluffers on. Oh, yeah, right? the fluffers. Now, you talk about in this. your average sex act, you know, you, it doesn't have to be two people, but it's usually two people. You don't usually have six fluffers around. You know, we have six fluffers in the other room. They come in when we want to have sex and they're there <laughs> and all that, but like, you know, not really. So, but oral sex just prior to anal sex is a really good way to get a guy's cock hard. I'm just going to ask you this because I know I'm going to ask you this later, but can you, so the fluffer is the one is, is a human being or, or a stage crew that, that like warms keeps, up the ass, like warms up the bot. Well, it's not just the ass, right? Cause like, cause they, they, it might just, if so if it's an anal scene, they're warming up other bits too, right? right to mm-hmm. keep the arousal going. Right. Yes. Cause you have all these lights and you know, a friend of mine was actually in a porn and I watched it being filmed and they invited me into it. I, I declined and I, I think why, I'm, I think I'm glad I declined. Why, I why would you I'm ambivalent about, you know, but like I'm, I did decline anyway, but I did watch it. So there's all these lights and there's all these people and there's boom mics and there's all kinds of stuff. And it's a major turnoff. It's a major, major turnoff. It's it really is not all porn, obviously, but some of it is acting. So you Most tend to kind of need somebody who typically the fluffers. They don't look in some stereotyped way where they're going to put them on the front box of the porn thing or whatever. But like they're people who tend to be more turned on and like they're just like so excited by the whole thing. They can actually get the actor or actress turned on. Yeah. That's the purpose of the fluffer. Oh, gosh. I wonder if fluffers get paid. What do you think of the going rate is for a fluffer? Uh, I would say at least $200 an hour. Well, that's great. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> right, Quit so, shameless sex. I'm going to be a fluffer. I'm going to be a professional fluffer. fluffer. Since we have six, it costs us 1200 an hour. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. That's a lot of fluffers. And no, I, that was not a pun. I'm, I'm still at two puns. I have one left. I didn't even get that pun, so. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whenever I say shit, I just think of, uh, well, anal. But anyways. All right. Um, so moving on. Oh, so okay. So orgasmic anal sex here. Okay. So. Let's say someone has had good anal sex. It's felt good. It's felt nice. It's felt okay. But it hasn't gone into O-Town. It hasn't been like, holy shiitakes. This is amazing. <laughs> and I'm going to break this up in two categories. And maybe you can speak to them. Uh, maybe maybe not. But so vulva owners who are receiving penetration from either a silicone cock or a cock. And they're like, I've had, it's felt good, but I've never had the orgasm from it. Top tips for them to go into O-Town. And then also top tips for penis owners who have prostates for them to get into orgasmic town from penetration. So I'll start with the vulva owners. So a really great trick, and this is not just for having orgasmic anal sex, but for any other kind of sex that you want to be more orgasmic. You can connect your clitoris to your anus. Energetically, meaning that... When you're chilling, not having anal sex, but when you're by yourself or you're with a partner, you stroke your clitoris and then you stroke your anus and you do the exact same stroke on this on each part so they're connected up. And then you can experiment. You can lift your finger off your clitoris, still be stroking the anus, and you'll notice that you have more sensation in your pussy, in your clitoris, and in your body. That's a 
brilliant. Also, wait, so with that, is it a clenching or is it a releasing or is it both? Because the pelvic floor, we don't talk about, but it's very relational to what the anus is doing. And your pelvic floor, if, if anyone out there doesn't know, is that like uh, everyone that uh, any gendered human, human beings own a pelvic floor, whether it's a penis owner or a vulva owner. And with, I'm speaking from me, I'm a clitoris owning human. And when I clench my pelvic floor, that's just like a, almost if you're holding in your pee. So if that is in relation to the anus, so will that help in terms of, or bearing, I know bearing down, but will that help in terms of receiving the penetration? It'll hinder if you're clenching. It'll hinder. Yeah. Okay. It'll yeah. hinder clenching the penetration. Will hinder you, yeah, or the pleasure from it. Right? And the pleasure. Push out. Yeah. It really is like you're going to the bathroom. People, if you, if people are really into anal sex, it's a good idea to do an enema beforehand. We talked about oh, porn earlier. That's like, a good tip. Unless I'm worried about you coming out. Unless you're down the with enema the world. Right. Okay. So you get, get all the shit out. Uh, and not a problem. So that's because real. The, <laughs> right. That was a right. That's just so you want to be pushing out, April. You really want to be pushing out. Clenching in will is 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 the opposite and pushing out is it what it does is it relaxes the whole pelvic floor you're talking about it really relaxes the whole pelvic floor and if you want to have orgasmic anal sex the pelvic floor needs to be relaxed because what orgasm is is involuntary contractions contractions against a relaxed muscle so you have a relaxed muscle like a straight arm if the bicep contracts the arm goes closed and then it relaxes back open. So open is the default mm. for orgasm. Then you can have contractions. You can have involuntary contractions. That's Which the brain is in con in control of. Well, the brain is actually in control of those things because I've had involuntary contractions and my brain is like, nope, 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 nope. It's happening. Uh -huh. the, the yeah. psychology, the brain plays a huge part in sex and in anal sex in particular. You got to really be open-minded in every possible way. Well, and what you're speaking to is that that relaxing, that kind of bearing down. And we've talked about this in past podcasts. So when I play with breath in sex with orgasms, um, and and I can do it a lot easier with masturbation and self-pleasuring because I'm just in my own world and I can pay attention. What is it like when I inhale and then try to like have an orgasmic experience with it, do the deep inhale? What is it like when I do a deep exhale? What is it like when I hold my breath? What is it like when I do deep exhale with sound? And what I have found a deep exhale with sound while pushing my genitals out, I have better orgasms. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And yeah. this, I think, would apply probably to anal sex as well with penetration, with orgasms, with everything, relaxing, opening, releasing, and then the orgasmic process because the, what is it, the vagus nerve, everything's kind of vibrating through it. Question is a question for you. I know we're not doctors, but which one? You know, which one? What's yeah. the question? What's the question? The, the, vagus, yeah, the nerve vagus nerve. I mean, it's connected. Remind me of the vagus nerve. So it's, connected, and it's connected to our pelvic floor and our throat, and uh -huh. so it's the longest nerve system. And so people think pelvic floor; they just think pussies and cocks. But like your whole anal, like, like lost yeah, Vegas. Right. So the answer to like the question, lost. yes, yes, like lost Vegas, like Las Vegas, <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> oh my god, that's now, where I was going. What's that, Las Vegas? I'm now I'm confused. All right, but whatever the question was, Las Vegas yes. nerve. Uh, and so like that, there's something about it where 
where I, I feel like the the kind of release relax and everything kind of goes downward and it sounds very like hippie dippy woo no but you need that for this yeah pushing you're pushing it all right. the energy outward into right. your inner genitals but then it's going through your whole body and then your body's relaxed and out there and then those involuntary the cl- clenching mm. is part of orgasm but it's not meant to be a held clench then the clenching yeah. can clench Which and release what you were talking about that and your your brain your mind your soul whatever ultimately is dictating the you know the willingness to be that released that mm-hmm. surrendered that relaxed that trusting with somebody else and feel that good and a lot of sensation well that's the other thing is that with orgasms traditional orgasm will take anal for a second out of the picture we often clench to try to have an orgasm, right? Which is fine. You know, that can get you there. That's great. Cosmo and teaches you that. Cosmo's like, clench, clench, clench. Right. And every time I read that, everything. I'm like, no, that's right. not true. Right. And so what we teach our students in the extended orgasm practice is that really by pushing out and relaxing, your body goes into a natural state of orgasm and orgasmic sensation and all the signs of orgasm. So with anal this is even more important because the clenching and the squeezing kind of kills the whole act anyways. So I, I was just thinking of something else with the same thing. Okay. So that process of the, so I say I'm, I'm about to have an anal orgasm. So I, I have, you know, a cock in my ass or whatever. And I maybe I'm playing with my clit at the same time. And I, I do the, uh, and I push out my pelvic floor pushes out at the same time. And then it kind of opens up my ass a little bit more and I make that sound. But then, and this also applies to sex in general. Have you like ridden the wave, right? Right, Like you have that first orgasm from the pushing out, but then you do the inhale orgasm and then the exhale orgasm, which is probably what you all teach over here, which brings us back to your orgasmic or extend, extended orgasm, or orgasm process, um, but where you can continue to use the breath to open, close. O- is, maybe open, close is the right word? Well, what the, is it? Relax, it went, release? Yeah, well, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's like inhalation has a kind of like... Not tensing in a bad way, but kind of reaching kind of experience and then alternating that with a more relaxing. It's like the way to have extended orgasm, the metaphor we like to use is you have water going into a tub and water going out. Mm. Exhaling is like water going out. Inhaling is like water going in. You can do them alternating. You can't inhale and exhale at the same time unless you can play the didgeridoo. But for most of us, we can't do that. (laughs) But you can release and reach at the same time. So I love what you're saying about inhaling because it brings like a, it kind of like brings an added charge, like an added electricity, added energy into it. I almost think of like the Kundalini rising up the spine during inhalation and then a waterfall down the front of the body, past the genitals, all the way right to the ass. Mm-hmm. That's like that. I'm in my ass right now, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. Are you, are you feeling it right now? She's like, feeling oh, it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Dave like, on, on method TikTok, and you can see it. Uh, you can see it, wait, baby. So wait, you have this on the date? Wait, you have this anal stuff on your TikTok too? We we, we were turning TikTok into <laughs> a porn site. No, we don't. No, yeah. It's gonna be like, you're out. You're out. Right. Okay, so when I <clears throat> first tried anal play, there was a bit of a like lubrication is a hundred percent everyone that's a novice needs to understand that lubrication, your ass is not self-lubricating. Also, the nerve endings are basically concentrated on the sphincter or the opening to the anus. So when you go into the anus, there's a lot of hype or like misinformation out there about your anus not being able to close or like there needs to be a lot of pounding or penetration. But can we talk about the like 
what happens when you get in there, like you're actually in the anus, what are the tactics or what is the, the giver to do per se, uh, when they get, when they get over the hump, uh, or the, all right, pun? Nope. It's a great question, April, because if there's too much like more is better, pounding and hard and all the rest of that kind of stuff, as ah. you've heard us say before, you're going to get numb. So you don't want to go in that direction. Anal sex has a very strong erotic component. It has a, more than any other sex act. It has that dom-sub erotic kind of thing, which is a great spice to add into a sex act. If you're into that, it's awesome. Most people like some of that. But the main course wants to be the sensuality, the sensation, the actual feeling. Because the more attention you have on the actual feeling, you'll get increasing returns on that. If you lean on the dom-sub, BDSM, whatever kind of stuff too much, it's great. We do that. Everybody does it. It's great. Everybody likes it. Not everybody, but, but a lot not everybody. of people. Some people, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it. people who yeah. like it, like it. People who don't, don't. Yeah. But... If you lean on that too much, then, you know, it's like it starts to become empty calories. Mm. You need more and more and more of it. And, and you know, the outfits get more and more expensive. The outfits. Oh, my gosh. The whole wardrobe, the, the attire that you're wearing. Time for a quick break to talk about our hands down favorite lube, who also happens to be a sponsor, UberLube. UberLube is luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances intimacy, and I actually want it all over my body, y'all. I'm not joking. It's long-lasting, and it leaves my skin feeling really velvety, almost silky, and it has no flavor or scent. In April, I've heard you say this, great for oral sex. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have thousands of doctors and therapists in the U.S. alone recommending UberLube to their patients from various reasons, including it feels amazing on the skin, it's highly body-friendly, it's less likely to change the pH, and that vitamin E leaves the skin feeling nice and moisturized. UberLube is not just for sex. It's for massage, you can use it for your hair frizzies, for buffing up your tattoos, and it even prevents chafing. It comes in this gorgeous glass bottle that I love, so the aesthetics are beautiful, it has this easy pump top, you're going to love it. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it shamelessly on your nightstand. Just go to uberlube.com and use discount code SHAMELESS to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by omgs.com. I've been recommending omgs to my clients for years now, and it's completely changed their lives, including that of my own. Omgs utilizes scientific research of real vulvas showing techniques to pleasure the pussy. And then they turn the research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. And here's the thing. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Hey, vulva owners, want to transform your own orgasms from good to out of this world? Or vulva admirers, want to up your pussy pleasure skills? Well, you gotta check OMGS out now. OMGS studied more than 20,000 people of all ages from 18 to 95. There are three seasons, this is not a subscription service, and you don't need to download anything. There's external pleasure, internal pleasure, and a season all about sex toys. Your purchase helps fund more research, and it's an incredible gift. 
Go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com slash shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. I have definitely experienced all kinds of facets of the anal world. And um, my first... What was your favorite? My favorite. Um, <laughs> let's see. So my favorite anal experiences are when I... Exactly what you talked about. I'm so turned on initially. Like so hot, bothered, warm. Like stick it in my ass. Where I, my body is literally like... And I also love... And this is just me. I love... So my partner and I we will play with like some anal threat. It doesn't mean he gets to put his cock in my ass. You but call it anal threat? Anal threat, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I, I love... Heard that <laughs> I love it. And part of my dirty talk <laughs> that I'm getting really turned on is like, I, like if you're a bad girl, I'm going to put it in your ass. But it doesn't mean he gets to. Like I, But you can say it to me, but I'll tell you when to... Like, like, no, you can't. Nobody gets you're to put bad. it in there and uh, except for me. So, okay, so I'm from the bottom in that case but i love hearing that and then i if i get so turned on then i can get to this point but that that's when i hit this point of like i i want almost like need this now like i need this i need this to, to happen and then it was fucking hot and sexy and just like oh my god but when i don't hit that point and then someone else is and this is in past relationships you know they're trying to like maneuver into that place i don't have the hot orgasmic like mind-blowing sex but because for me as and i think this just speaks to the receivers in general like to get us to crave it and right whether you're an ass or you're a pussy or whatever Mm -hmm. get that craving feeling like i fucking need this right now right doesn't mean they're going to give it to you because they also their own person too they might be like actually no yeah i don't want to put my cock in but that's Exactly <laughs> right. It's the appetite of the receiver that's key mm-hmm. for this more than anything. Yeah. You know, and in terms of what it looks like, you know, it's like kind of slow and grindy and then speed up a little bit and slow and then just the tip in and then pull it out and then like, you know, you mix it up a little bit, you know, really don't have it just be this like long marathon of like hard and fast, hard and fast for three minutes, like mix it up, stop, you know, caress her ass, his ass, whatever. Well, that's the best when you massage my yeah. ass also, like massage the ass cheeks yeah. and the sacrum while you're doing it. It's oh, yeah. like super, super relaxing. And then when you come out, if you want to repenetrate, you kind of have to do all of it all over again. Or, and that's, that's fun, right? The massaging, the lube, maybe a finger in there and then out and the cock sliding and then going in. And, and in terms of actually getting a cock into an ass, a really good way to do it is, for, let's say it's a guy and a woman. He's got his hand on his cock and put his thumb right in the front of the head of mm-hmm. his cock. So that, after, you know, he's opened her up before with his fingers and all that. But as he's sliding his cock in, his finger is going to go in first and then his cock's going to go in afterwards, and that's a really good way to enter. The particularly intense point is going to be when the uh, corona of the head of the guy's cock goes right through the uh, anal sphincter. That's kind of the most intense part. So really deliberately there, and then after that, it tends to be easier if the person receiving is relaxed and pushed out, as we've talked about. I also want to comment on when you are exiting after, if there is an orgasmic situation that happens, especially if you're a cock owner, you have to exit slowly. 
slowly. The slow is not just a quick like. Do not just pull pull your cock out. Exit slowly because that can be shocking. A lot, yeah. The anus is like really. It's not as so. I own a fucking vagina, and it's different. Like you can pull your cock out of a vagina, and I still want that slow too. Though I do as well, but I'm just saying it's different with with an ass. I hear you. And um, I that that's just a a sidebar cord, and you're like your ass is like. And I, yeah. I want to comment on something that so in terms of of anal penetration, when it comes to anal and, and I feel like now I'm kind of an expert, which I love. You're welcome. Like, yes, You're yes, welcome yes. for that. Chip. So so if you want to add anal stim into a penetrative like you're in you're in a partnership with a a new partner penis owner vulva owner you're like okay you're coupled up like let's take alicia and erwan they just met they're not together for 20 years which they have been but wow you're hot Mm. hey girl and you're new want to have anal sex (laughs) i thought you'd never that's That's a good opener like as a pickup line no Uh, i would fucking slap you in the face if you said that to me i'm like no bitch you have no right both (laughs) had experience with people that before they wanted to make out with us they said can i lick your ass but that really really is that true yeah, oh yeah and if someone tried to stick it in my ass when i first met them i would not nope. be into them i'd be nope. like no 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 nope. that is like a given right that happens after passage that it's at least like what do you call the master of ceremony <laughs> yeah it's like an mc the master of ceremony you must show me the master of ceremony the answers of ceremony so all right all right, all right. The, back to one. the question what okay so the question the question here lies within. So some folks out there haven't been in long-term partnerships. So when you want to approach this, this astastic situation where you want to have this stimulation and both of you can speak to this because as a giver and a receiver, which we're not talking about pegging here, we're talking about someone owns a penis, someone owns a, an ass, but everyone owns an ass. So whichever you're penetrating as a penis owner and an ass owner. So or how dildo. would you approach that if it's someone new to the situation and you're receiving and it's it's the first time and alicia i'll, I'll go with you first what, how would you go about that you're interested in anal you just met this fucking fabulous human his name's erwan you haven't mm-hmm. been together for 20 years you know how it feels to have orgasmic clitoral stimulation however you are interested in your ass being fucking handled what how would you go about receiving that <laughs> well the way the way i would go about it is first incorporating anal stimulation and stroking with other sex acts so yeah, if like we're that. having intercourse you know have him finger my ass a little bit you know if we're having an extended orgasm date and he's you know normally in previous episodes we've talked about the position you know of the extended orgasm clitoral stroking position the hand that slides underneath the ass he can rub his thumb on my ass so getting the ass in the action to start to warm that up that's how i would start with that that's exactly what i was thinking because you you know you want to qual it's like if you meet somebody new and you like them like you know say hi and you find out whether they like you back or not you know just qualify somebody if you want to see to hold true for anything if you want to see if they want to go there you know put your finger on their ass really sensitively lightly and see how they respond to that and then a little bit of pressure so i wouldn't go straight towards anal intercourse i would go to exactly where alicia was saying which is do some manual stimulation on the person's ass that'll acclimate them to it they're much more likely to say yes to that and they're 
ass appetite will increase. Their sensitivity there will increase. It'll feel better if you really feel your fingers. So from a certain sense, you're checking out if they want to. And from another sense, you're training them to actually feel their ass more. Wait, like sharp fingers? I just oh, want to say nails. sharp no, fingers. No, right? Nails. Look at my nails, yes. right? Yes. These are short. This is thing, right? before, I know Should've you have nails. something to share, Amy, but yeah. that is something that I just thought about because people don't realize even the smallest little jagged nail can feel like like a fucking sword in your ass or it could so, cut you and actually. It, well it can yeah. actually cut you and hurt you and also you have to have lube Amy taught me this a lot of years ago. The anus is not self-lubricating. The an like nothing about the anus, the anal canal is self-lubricating. So spit doesn't it gets absorbed no. very quickly. So that's Sorry. all I have to say. Those two things, those two pieces are going to come up time and time again. Please do yourself and the person that you're giving your anus to no that you're giving you know it to let me here's providing me i put a, a bow on my ass for you and then you you're can, giving it to you with your finger yes well this is another reason why we love uber lube because it's long lasting and it's great for anal play and all kinds of play and it's very body friendly so uh shout out to uber lube for that one and this reminds me of what we were talking about in the last episode um we were talking about penetration you know and there's like there's so many things that kind of even though we're speaking to anal um but we were talking in the last episode that we did so that was out it will be September of 2022. Right. Um, a lot of the same things apply there. Like you're really building it up and it isn't like, you know, hey, maybe at the end of the day, you really want to stick a cock or a dildo into an asshole. Awesome. Great for you. But why not take your time in the first time you're playing with someone Just start with the exterior, then maybe then start maybe with like a finger well trimmed, well lubed inside a little bit and then move a little deeper and then maybe two fingers and then maybe with some toys and then, you know, build it up. So right. That, and then, and and then make we don't sure just, everything has a stopper. Yeah, everything has a everything stopper. Has and, anal a stopper. Safe. and again, we have episodes on beginner anal sex. We have plenty of those. But I kind of goes hand in hand with what you're all saying or like build your way up and I in like yes so you can stay relaxed yes. because if you want to have orgasmic anal sex you've got to, your your musculature mm -hmm. has to be relaxed so this nice gradual approach you're talking about Amy that allows the person to stay relaxed and you can get past that orgasm yeah. line yeah and not have these extreme goals of like must have deep anal now which my ass would be like um okay we're close to business i do want to say that my most for me my most orgasmic experiences have come from anal stimulation and i don't know if you Did have you anything to add i've came very very hard <laughs> um well it, it requires that. tremendous surrender so sometimes like heavy pressure can be good if the other person wants it it and they're surrendered. So it can be sometimes people's most orgasmic experience because orgasm is related to surrender, is related to relaxation. Good anal sex requires that. So the circumstance, if you will, kind of requires deep surrender. And that's a great access to orgasm. Mm. Does it require deep anal surrender? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> From the news. Very. We need like a French. I'm French. I should You're have French? a French yeah, accent. How do you say, like do you say anal in French? A news. I had a joke. When I used to, when I worked with Fun Factory, I worked with Fun Factory for years, I was Great like, toys. oh, 
anal sex, keeping people pregnancy free since 1895. Uh, and it was really funny because at the time I thought it was really funny, but it's true. Anal is good for, hey. Yeah. Hey. I don't know anyone that's been pregnant off anal sex. No, no, not yet. Not yet. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, uh, it's also good for, you know, when women give birth, sometimes uh, their vag and areas are kind of. Also, when I'm on my period. To heal. Yeah, no, I know. Like for whatever right. reason, if your vagina is not open for that yeah. day, for whatever reason, but anal is a really great way to have intercourse and penetration. My vagina and ass is closed, so your ass is in for business. Amy like gave me the eyes. Yeah, like Robert like, De Niro finger pointing. We're going full, oh, yeah. full on universal orifice. You know, uh-huh. if any, like meet the fuckers, if any part of you is closer business, you listen to it, right? So if like if penetration's off the table, it's off the table. I do want to comment on that as well there are, have been times where my ass like I, as Me much too. as i love a anal no play, sometimes i'm like nope 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 nope, nope and so do you want to speak to that because we have to close the episode unfortunately we only have 60 minutes or 60 anal seconds um, <laughs> what does so that mean? <laughs> when the ass is closed for business do you have anything to share with that i mean has it ever happened to you maybe we're just alone in this journey are we alone? Some, never heard of this ever. sometimes more is less you know sometimes more is less Sometimes less, you know, allows the per- like people are not having intercourse, much less anal sex 24 hours a day. You know, so like if it's not time to go there, like don't go there. It's kind of like on a date. You know, it's like, you know, maybe you're, you know, maybe today's not the ga- date to go on that date. Gassy. You know, go to the ball game. Yeah, go to something and it, else. it does like many things comes down to communication. You know, if your partner's kind of starting to poke around down there and you're like, like Ooh, know. I don't yeah. know, you know, but you could experiment with, oh, wow, would you massage my anus, like yeah. the opening. Would you massage her? That feels good. I think that's good for today. Yeah. Some lube and trim your fingers. Yeah, lube, trim. Right. But April's apparently had some sharp had nails some, in her ass. I have had some sharp nails in my ass you or want, near my ass. You want me to heal it for you with my soft fingers? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so in closing, how can people find or work? And you have workshops. You have so many different offerings. You can do one-on-ones. People can actually text you to set up a session a and to... I think it's a it's a free consultation call and correct me if I'm wrong. I've had one before and that's why we still That's why April's having anal sex today. (laughs) (laughs) So please tell people out there our shameless sex beautiful listeners we love you listen to how you can access alicia and erwan davon's not buttholes but their information aha uh-huh. well there's two big major ways that you can come and you can <laughs> well, that, was that was one of mine that well was there's one of mine. more than two yeah. ways you can come but two big major ways you can find out about our work so what april was just saying yes set up a free love life consultation with me so this is for those of you that are like huh cool. I want to learn these skills, but what about the psychological aspect? What about the communication? How do I find a partner? What we covered today is one piece of what Erwan and I work with people on. We also cover how to get into a successful relationship or take the one that you're in to the next level. And there's many elements to that. So set up a time to chat with me and we can talk about you and your goals and what you want. And I will lay out how we work with people. I'm going to give you a preview to that now. But first, here's how you get in contact. You text 415-308-9580. That's 415-308-9580. And 
there's a special offer that we have. We have made this offer before. And every time we have made it, I get completely overwhelmed by the response from all of you shameless sex listeners. And we love you. So this is what it is. In a few weeks on February 11th and 12th, we have an online pleasure course. This is our flagship course. This is where you learn the building blocks to a successful relationship life and sex life in a weekend for both singles and couples. And for the first five of you that contact me by text, you will get a free spot for you or you and your partner. And then anybody that contacts me after that, you will get a discount code for $100 off. It is an incredible experience and we would love to have you. And this pleasure course is very special because it's Valentine's Day themed all about how to take the pressure off of Valentine's Day and actually have fun, whether you're single or in a relationship. So valid for uh, anal, take the pressure yeah, off. Yeah, take, take the, pressure. the pressure off. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And you can find us on TikTok and on Instagram at Davon Method. That's D-A-V-O-N Method. And if you don't know how to spell that, you can go to shamelessx.com and check out the link in the show notes. We love all of you out there in shameless sex listener land, wherever you are. I don't care what country or method you're listening in. If you have a moment, go and rate us on iTunes and or Spotify. I'm going to encourage you to do that because we read every single review and it helps people find more folks that give you shameless sex information and love. And we love each and every one of you. I swear from the bottom of my heart and Amy's heart too. And my pussy and her anus. Okay. That's we, actually, actually the top of my rectum. Uh, okay. Exactly. From the anterior <laughs> side, we put some pressure on her G Just area. lost some followers. Yes. Shit. No, we did not. No, Unintended. we did not. We gained some. We love you. Your grandma could listen to this too. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Don't go anywhere yet because Amy has a trailer to tell you about. It's We call it a teaser. You can call it a trailer. Sizzla. It's a sizzla reel. Sizzla. Sizzla. From the Multi-Amory show, exactly. which we love. We love Multi-Amory. So we are part of a wonderful Pleasure Podcast Network called Pleasure Podcast, uh, but a whole bunch of sex positive podcasts that are part of this network. And we are so grateful to be a part of this family, an ever-growing family of podcasts. Uh, for the last month and probably the next month, we are going to be playing trailers from, or sizzlas from, um, other shows. Teasers and pleasers. Teasers and pleasers at the end of the show. This one is from Multi-Amory Podcast. Uh, they've guested on our show before. I don't know the episode number, but they are phenomenal. Um, mostly about you know non-monogamy and just relationship advice in general. They just really know their stuff. They're so smart. Uh, and so stay tuned because you'll probably want to go check them out and learn a thing or two. Are you ready, Chip? Yeah. Here we go. Let's face it, relationships can be tough, and it's even tougher to find quality advice when you need it. That's why we spend hours looking at the latest research to help you understand which relationship advice is gold and which advice is garbage. We are the hosts of the Multiamory Podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping your relationships become happier and healthier. This is not your mother's relationship advice show. Whether you are monogamous, polyamorous, swinging, casually dating, or if you just do relationships differently, we see you and we're here for you. Check out what some of our listeners have to say. I can always find an episode to help me process and find perspective with whatever it is that I'm going through in the moment. They're addressing both healthy and unhealthy habits has really shaped who I strive to be as a partner and a person. Sometimes I read a title and I'm like, this one isn't going to apply to me. And then listen to it anyway. And it always does. <laughs> so if you're tired of one size fits all relationship advice, check out Multiamory with over 400 episodes and new episodes every week. 
Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.